Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to the Inside the Firm Corona Edition with Lance with with your boom mic guy, Lance Psycho. Still the boom mic guy, huh? Haven't upgraded. <sighs> nope. You're working your way up. Do you know what the boom mic guy or gal even um equates to these days? A ten dollar stand from Walmart. I know, that's what I'm saying. You're a skinny Wow <laughs> stand that holds the microphone. Just- <laughs> brutal edition. Brutal. <clears throat> Speaking of be, being brutal, don't be brutal to yourself. Don't. Take this time that you might have, you might be working from home, uh, work might be slow, and we, we feel you. So we want to do something to help you, and that's increase your skill level. And to do that, if you haven't taken the Revit Rocket Ship course, which gives you our template that we use at our firm, plus Revit Family Training, plus how to do an example cabin, how to model the way we think you should model is mimic it like you get like it gets built so that you can have better takeoffs, better sections, better accuracy. And then in the end, it has a how to start your own project section. You can get that right now for half off because of everything that's going on. So go to RevitRocketship.com. Click, you know, you hold, there'll be a whole sales page. <clears throat> you'll see me, you'll see testimonials, you'll see the outline. All the way to the bottom, it says enroll. Not the one you can pay in payments. If you want to pay in payments, that's fine. You got to pay the whole thing. But if you pay one time up front, you hit enroll, and then it will have a coupon code, and you type in H, capital H O M E, 50, you get 50% off. Learn yourself some Revit. A bunch of people are taking advantage of that. I hope you do too. Absolutely. And if you need, what do you, but you're going to need something to run Revit on, aren't you, Al? I think you would need a computer. And we recommend that you get a Dell. We also recommend if you haven't listened to... Did you put out the podcast? We had Dell on. Yes. So yesterday, which would have been uh, March 26th, there's a podcast called... A podcast episode from us that's called Special Episode with Christian Mims from Dell. Yep. So we talk about different Dell systems, uh, different laptops, servers, all this other stuff. So give that a listen. But you can go to dell.com forward slash inside the firm. There's a little button. It says save now. So you click on that button and you're not saving the website like I thought. You're actually saving money. So on whatever Dell deals Dell has out, Dell has a lot of deals. Um, you can, when you hit that save now and put in your email, they give you a coupon code and you get an extra 5% off. So 5% off whatever deal that they're already having. Dude, you know what he told me about? I don't know if about? you listened to the whole thing. They have a lease program mm-hmm. for the computers. Mm-hmm. And it's three years lease, and you end up paying 4% less than what you do if you buy it outright. And then every three years, you just get a, a new computer. I love that. And I think it's somehow... It's perfect for small business owners. Well, I think somehow they recycle, you know, the, I don't know, some of the stuff in there so mm-hmm, that they make mm-hmm. back their money. Mm-hmm. But I literally don't see why not to do that because that's like 3%, like every three years we get new computers. Like, why would we not do that? Well, I'm, I'm yeah. struggling to find a reason why we wouldn't do that. Yeah. So look into that too. 
If you're thinking about getting a new computer, thinking about leveling up in this recession, there's something you can do. Yeah. Uh, if you're also getting a huge, again, once again, I can't, I can't describe how quick, how much of a demand there has to be for this, but, uh, bidets, if you need a bidet, <laughs> bidet. <laughs> your brother just got a bidet. <laughs> my brother he sent a picture my brother, of him <laughs> on, a <bidet. laughs> on the bidet. I saw it. He's got a, yeah, even up in North Dakota, uh, isolated North Dakota. But seriously, if you if you any kind of products that you need, I recommend. And you're trying to put them into your project. If you're an architect, designer, interior designer, whatever, go to arcat.com. And if you just go to arcat.com and forward slash bim forward slash bim underscore objects. Even if you just typed in arcat.com, then you went down to the top left of their screen, your screen rather, and clicked on a CAD bim top left side bim files all kinds of content and objects for you to download, put into your project, make your clients happy, get that bidet specced out, and everybody's in good shape. So start building better content today by going to arcat.com. That's like I got a question for you. What? Are you essential? I am essential. So I wanted to talk about this because it's very timely, and a lot of people are rightly so freaking out about whether or not they are essential or not. Because the government, from top to bottom, has been um, stating... They've been coming out with all these mandates, right? So, like, uh, California's on lockdown. I don't know. There's a bunch of states that are on lockdown right now. And you're not supposed to go anywhere. Unless you have been deemed essential infrastructure or essential uh, an essential worker, essential profession. Doesn't matter. So, Boulder County, where, we op- where our- we're headquartered at, just put out a mandate earlier in the week. And they said, um, stay-at-home orders, right? So, I looked up to see if, like, well... What if, does that mean we need to shut, what do we need to shut down? What can we keep working? And many of you are in the construction industry. So I would highly recommend that whatever, if it's a state mandate, if it's a county mandate, if it's a city mandate, that you really, instead of freaking out, after you're done with that, take a deep breath, read through the proclamation, because the one for Boulder County specifically states under essential infrastructure, point number four, Construction operations and projects, including commercial and residential construction, renovation, or restoration construction services. And under the essential infrastructure of the heading, it said, individuals may leave their residence to perform any services or perform any work necessary to the operations and maintenance of essential infrastructure, including, and then number four was what we're including. Number three was also public works construction. So... In my opinion, that makes architects, many architects, especially if you're doing any construction administration, essential. If, you're, if you've taken the building leap like we have, you are essential. You can keep working. So again, I think it would behoove you to not, to at this point, if you have extra time, after you're done learning Revit, Revit through Revit Rocket Chip, purchasing your Dell, going to RCAT, downloading all the things, <laughs> all the bidets, <laughs> that's your assignment. <laughs> In yeah. that order. Yeah. In that order. That's literally the perfect order. Actually, you probably pick up the Dell first, then Rev Rocket Ship, then go to Arcat. Then you go and uh, start studying for your Class C uh, construction, uh, contractor's license, which is residential, and start thinking about which of your projects that are in the queue. People don't have contractors yet. Maybe maybe you're still maybe you're in the middle of designing them. It'll make you essential. It'll keep your pocket. Uh, your, it'll keep everybody fed. And it'll get, it'll gain you valuable experience, and on top of that, you'll you'll technically be expanding your business in a time where everything else is retracting. So check out if you are essential in what you're doing. Is and then is there another? Let's say you're not essential. 
is there another way you can become essential? So there's there's people. I run a uh, like a Facebook community group here in Longmont. And it's got like four thousand people. A lot of local business owners in it. And we talk all the time. And one of the things they said is there's there this this is where this idea comes from. Is they said like, well, how can we make our business essential so that we can main, we can stay open? And like huh. w- one of them is in Boulder County again is if you're selling computer equipment, somehow that's essential. Uh, it t- you wouldn't be able to get the license in time, but like marijuana stores, apparently they're essential here. Liquor stores. <laughs> you get where I'm going with this. Like you have to show somehow that you're essential. So like think about how you can, how you can work within these weird guidelines because I don't think they're going to lift for a couple weeks Yep, and make it happen. I, I looked at the list of essential and it was a lot. It was a lot of people. So. It's and we've been joking that <laughs> other people that I hang out with have been joking and saying it would have been easier for them to list what's non-essential. Not, yes, it would have because it seems like seventy-five percent of everything, yeah, is essential. Um, okay, let's say you're not essential and you have to work from home. Mm-hmm. What's a way that you can engage with your clients? Well, how about virtually? So this is another little tip I wanted to give out uh, and talk about is this earlier this week, uh, end of last week, uh, Bill and I, the guy who is basically our project foreman now for uh, construction projects, he is also a videographer. And um, he put together a little 30-second commercial for us. So I wrote the script. He brought all the camera equipment. He edited it. And then our social media manager got it up and running and now we're boosting it on all the social media platforms and so far so far it's working um and the idea was it is a call for virtual sales meetings virtual consultations and what i wanted to share with everybody was what i basically so then using that all of those platforms plus the uh calendly app that i keep talking about i set up i set up a it's called uh virtual meeting with F9. And in there, in this invite, I think you have to give people a description of, and, and the instructions for how, how they do this. Because some people are still, they're not operating on like Alex and I are or any of you who are tech savvy and listening to this. Um, just think about like if, if grandma or grandpa uh, for the very first time are going to have to, they've never done it before, use their FaceTime. Or if they have an Android and they got to use Zoom. So what I wrote was, I said, thanks for booking with us because in the ad, the way she set it up was she could link directly to Calendly, this little event, so people could watch the video and they can instantly click on our Facebook ad and it'll they can find a time and book with me for for the virtual consultation, which ideally would then lead to you know a design contract, maybe even a construction contract. So if they click with that, then then this little how-to comes up and it says, thanks for booking with us. Here are the instructions on how to initiate FaceTime using your iPhone in case you do not know. how. To, and, then, and then I found a little tutorial, how to make a FaceTime video call on your phone. Number one, open FaceTime. Number two, tap the plus button. Number three, type in my number. Number four, tap the video to start the call with me. Very simple. Trust me, even though you know how to do it. That doesn't mean everybody else knows how to use it, right? Think about those people that have never, ever touched it before, especially if they have an Android. Then they don't even get the chance to FaceTime. Like, it's not even a thing you can do. So then they got to use Zoom. Zoom is free, too. I should, everybody should know that. So those steps were like a one through eight. Go to the Google Play Store on your Android vo- device. Search for Zoom and cloud meetings. Uh, search uh, for Zoom cloud meetings, rather. Locate and tap 
the entry by zoom.us, tap install. Number five, read the permissions listing. Number six, if the permissions listing is acceptable, tap accept. Number seven, allow the installation to complete. Number eight, then watch for an email from Lance with a Zoom meeting link that you will click on once it's time for our meeting. Then at the end, I said, please let, please let us know which type of phone you have so that I can either accept your FaceTime call or uh, if, you, if I need to send you a Zoom link. And then we looked forward to virtually meeting you soon. I had my first virtual meeting this morning. Alex was sitting six feet apart yes. from me because he's been coughing. Supposedly, it is a cold from his son, not coronavirus related. It's more of, I've been sneezing more than coughing. He's been sneezing. Uh, equally to coffee <laughs> and anyway so i had i had a virtual meeting and it was awesome and i didn't it wasn't facetime and that's why i'm so i want to be so clear, clear to everybody and critical that you have you have to include the zoom part and the instructions it might seem silly but you should definitely do it because uh uh they might not have it anyway so we had we had the meeting um it was a sales meeting right this guy just wants to he wanted to do a very small little interior remodel in Boulder. I, I, we corresponded back and forth. He set the time via the Calendly app. And then I set up the Zoom meeting. He already had the link. He had it on his phone. He walked me through a space. I sent out the proposal 10 minutes before recording this at 2.09 p.m. On, uh, on March 27th. So I think everybody should at least try this right now and get familiar with it because what could it hurt? Like, you remember, like you might have a cash reserve, you might have projects that are still going on, but if you aren't landing new work every week, I don't know. Eventually, it's all going to run out. Correct. Um, <laughs> let, let's transition and talk about what what the government is doing um, because they've had they've had three bills, and this third bill that just got passed by the House and Senate is literally going to the president right now, and he's going to sign it. Uh, Lance, how how often does a president change a bill or not sign it probably like never vetoing vetoing yeah not very often yep so it's gonna happen and one thing that was in this bill that i kept hearing about uh starting on monday was essentially from the treasurer's uh, secretary and other people that you were going to be able to take out a loan for two months of basically your uh wages and that if you keep your employees that loan would be forgiven and it seemed kind of too good to be true and you actually said it's it seemed too good to be true well today when the bill finally passed i went and looked it up and i'm going to read from you what this actually is um and one reason i think it's not too good to be true and i'm not saying i agree with this bill at, at all i'm not saying politically anything like that because um that doesn't matter but the reason why i think it got passed is because of who the president is right he wants to be able to say we did the biggest stimulus bill ever we did you know the the most we could do for our country and they already passed two bills and those were all quote unquote bailouts for other people and now they needed to bail out the american people right so this is hr this this bill is hr 748 um and what the program is called it's called the paycheck protection program and basically what i what i said is that it's you can get a loan for, for these things and then it will be forgiven. So I looked up, it's, there's a section called forgiveness and it said an eligible recipient shall be eligible for forgiveness of the indebtedness uh, uh, on the covered loan in the amount equal to the sum of the following costs incurred 
in payments made during the covered period. The term covered period means a period beginning February 15th, 2020 and ending June 30th, 2020. So the uh, sum of the costs is for one, payroll costs, two, any payments of interest on any covered mortgage obligation, three, any payment on any covered rent obligation, and four, any covered utility payment. Um, it shall not include, listen to this, Lance, this gets a little nuanced. Yeah. The compensation of an individual employee in excess of an annual salary of $100,000 as prorated for the covered period. So this is how I read it. Let's say you're a principal and you make $120,000. It is not covered the compensation in excess of 100 of 100 for the prorated period. So it would have to be 100 or less. Mm-hmm. And then I think I think you're fine, right? Yep. Um, so... Uh, application it lays out what you need for application this is basically documentation verifying the number of full-time employees or equivalent uh, payroll tax filings uh, state income payroll and unemployment insurance filings uh, and then documentations which includes canceled checks payment receipts transcripts of amounts um, a certification from a representative of the eligible recipient authorized to make such certification that A, the documents presented are true and correct. B, the amount for which the forgiveness is requested was used to retain employees, make interest payment, basically those things that I said, um, and any other documentation the administration deems necessary. So documentation. The term employee includes employee of full-time, part-time, or other basis. So... What it's looking like, and I've been talking to some of the banks, and they basically say go through the SBA, and the SBA doesn't have their their. This hasn't been passed by the president yet, so they don't have anything new up there. But it states in there that other lenders can administrate administer this. So we'll see how this plays out. And and one reason I'm telling you this is if, if like today you were going to lay people off, maybe don't do that. <laughs> Maybe try to wait a week or two longer and then see if this is if you can if this is a real thing, um, because if you can hold on them for for two months and, and the government pays for it, then then you can do that instead of laying them off. Yeah, this is it's pretty extraordinary what they're what they're offering. We, I mean, Alex Alex Al was texting me about this. I think last Monday. week or something. Yeah, was it Monday? Was it Monday. earlier this Monday? He was texting me and he was like. Uh, and then I found an article too when we talked back and forth, and I go, look. And this was when they hadn't passed it yet, and they were they were starting to put some crazy details in there and requirements. So uh, just you know, be wary of the red tape, right? Because as soon as you get in bed with the government, well, then there might be. Able to, but if there isn't, but if there isn't this red tape, and it is what Alex just described, if it's that clean and clear, I, I mean, take advantage of it. I don't know how much money have you paid in taxes your whole life. Yeah, at some point you got to get some of this money back. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, that's what I didn't even know. You know, if the bills were out a couple days ago of what they're doing, but I'm like, that's not going to be the final one. I'm not yeah. going to wade through it. It's all lawyer talk anyway. It is all lawyer talk. Where can people find that yep. document, and where, what page should they go to to look at it? So, if you just go to Congress.gov, they'll have a section where it has their new bills, and this is HR 748. It will bring you to a tab, and on that tab it says where it's in the in the process. So, like, 
It has a tracker. It was introduced. It passed the House. It passed the Senate. And now it's going to the president. And then it becomes law. There's a summary and then a text. And the text has the whole text. You can download it or just read it there online. Um, it's 800 and some pages. There's a whole bunch of other stuff in the bill from um, that, you know, the $1,200 that they're going to send out and all that. But this was just, it's literally um, section, you know, it, it, it's after definitions, it's the next section, payroll protection program. And I don't know. The, the other thing that I've heard too is that these $1,000, $1,200 checks, they said, oh, they'll be out in three weeks. Some people say, you know, they're going to be so slow because they have such an old system. It's going to be three months. If a bank can do this or if the SBA gets can, can transition and you can get that that loan. Um, I don't know. SBA might it might even be quicker than the bank because I wonder how like the bank would have to read all this would have to set up a system. Um, so it. it I wish they would have had their act quicker together. I wish they would have like reversed the orders of these bills and had this one be the first bill that they did mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and then mm-hmm. fight about the other stuff. Um, because it seemed to me, it's well, more, they had to put a stop on them. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. They had to put a stop. Well, you, you saw what those bills did to the stock market. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Not much at all. Um, so anyways, I wanted to let you know about that and at least for you to research it on your own um, and, and see if it's worth it to your firm. Absolutely. Take a look at it. it oh, oh, also, I should mention, it is open to individual. It's open to gig workers. It's open to... That's what's wild about it is, yeah, uh, gig, yeah exactly. Gig workers, self-employed people. It's yep. pretty incredible. It's It's kind of like... I don't know how it's going to turn out. That's a whole different can of worms. But it reminds me of... Um, you're getting your. It seems like they're trying to give everybody the same treatment, like they did during the the George W. Bush and the Obama bailouts, where corporations, giant corporations and banks, huge, you know, big hedge fund people, like that, they got all of the this bailout, and now everybody gets it. And and do you think it's almost a sign of our times? Meaning, 2008, yes, there was the internet. Yes, there was Facebook because that was 2003, but the amount of people online and talking and engaged is way different, it's way than, different. than right now. Plus, yeah, and there's more, there's more platforms and everybody since then also has, has like, there's all these independent um, on like website news sources, you yeah. know what I mean? It's not just, it's not just uh, the big old dinosaurs, ABC and NBC and all that. Yeah. So it, it's harder for Podcasts, them to get away listen to with. It. You're listening to it. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to bail out the big companies and everyone else going, why are you just doing that? <laughs> like, so it seems like they almost had, it was almost forced to, to do this. Like, that's why it's real. It's, it's literally a bailout of everyone else because think about it. If you're a sole proprietor, you, this can be you. It's under 500 employees. That's, that's the biggest thing. That's, that's a huge difference for a lot of people. That's, you know, I, they kept saying two months salary. Um, but if you do the dates, that's four and a half months. Wow. That's a lot. It is. It is. So take a look at it. And, uh, this next guy, he should also take a look at it. Here we are with Nick with Nick Reed. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading. Cut it out. Cut it out. 
Cut it out. The hell's the matter with you? Stupid. We're all very different people. We're not Watusi. We're not Spartans. We're Americans with a capital A, huh? You know what that means? Do ya? That means our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in the world. We're the wretched refuse. We're the underdog. We're mutts. Here's proof. His nose is cold. But there's no animal that's more faithful, that's more loyal, more lovable than the mutt. Who saw Old Yeller? Who cried when Old Yeller got shot at the end? Nobody cried when Old Yeller got shot? I'm sure. I cried my eyes out. So we're all dog faces. We're all very, very different. But there's one thing that we all have in common. We were all stupid enough to enlist in the army. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Something seriously wrong with us. We're soldiers. But we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. We're 10 and 1. All we have to do is to be the great American fighting soldier that is inside each one of us. Now do what I do and say what I say and go make me proud. Bill Murray, Stripes. Toodles! There we go. I like it. <laughs> just insert, like it instead of American soldier, just just insert your own name. There you go. American entrepreneur. I like and it. Your, or your name, American Al, American Lance. Speaking of that, go kick some butt, get Revit Rocket Ship, up your game so that you can go 11 and 1 uh, on this next economic cycle. Uh, and other than that, Lance? Share this uh, episode, share other episodes, share this podcast with a friend, uh, a family member, a colleague, your dog, somebody else to pick it up. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on the iTunes app. See you next week.